Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. To my right, chugging a beer is mm. Vance. <laughs> Why would you say that? Because. I obviously wasn't. Ch- this is empty. <laughs> Already chugged it. <laughs> my God. I look over and there he is, head tipped all the way back. I just wanted one. I just wanted one. I just came off a work bender. I just want to relax a little bit. You're the one freaking out. I was going to go right over to Ranger. Well, you said it like in a negative light. I was also, you're the one that said one. I was going to just switch it to water, but. This is no duels. Now I'm switching to water. Anyway. Anyways, there's Vance. We got Ranger. He's in front of him. We have Todd Young on the phone. Hi, Todd. Hello. Hi. We, have, we also have Zach Baker on the phone. Hi, Zach. Hello. Good evening. Hey, look at that. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, this show is brought to you by St. Croix Rods. Oh, curveball. <laughs> Best rods on earth. If you're out there looking for a fishing rod, check out St. Croix. They got a beautiful lineup. They got some pretty blue rods that I like. I jam mine in the mud. That's that good. Tournament series, <laughs> premier series. Legend Elites. That's what we use. Gets the job done. There Great warranty. Triumphs. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, St. Croix. Uh, Fatty Z Muskie products. FattyZMuskie.com or Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. The online store is up. TRO's order will be going out here very shortly. Uh, Muskie Tackle Online. And I got a bunch of baits cooking right now. So I'm going to have some stuff. But really what we're getting ready for is... The Musky Max. Beautiful. The Plus, Musky Max Plus. That's right. I need someone to correct me. Yes. I didn't have any corrections from the last show. so. Hey, t- tell me what makes it the Plus this year, because I'm familiar with the Musky Max. It's my favorite show. I think it's because of you, Zach. Oh, you get out of here. It's Plus. No, I mean. <laughs> it's Plus a couple miles, because it's in a different location. <laughs> or minus, depending on where you live. Yeah, depending on where you live. But for us. So, it'll be at the airport this year. Mm-hmm. In that area, Beautiful. in that vicinity. That airport has a T-Rex. I love the Musky Max and all the sh- all the shows we do. Uh, I don't know. It just is a it's a well promoted show. The yeah. done know, professionally. Done professionally. Sean Lee Party does a great job, and you 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 get excellent vendors there. No and it's doubt. also very near to us. Yeah, that too. That too. That, that, too. that yes. helps. So. If, if you don't mind me chiming in, what I love about it is, uh, you know, I've been seeing the same people down there year after year. Uh, one of the biggest differences, I think, that sets the Muskie Max apart from, you know, like when I was in Chicago, uh, definitely the most handmade baits at any show, the most custom crafted baits. Um, Chicago seemed to be the big plastic um, area in the mass production with the big dealers, but Pennsylvania really does have the handcrafted. I'm a huge Wiley fan, and uh, that's half the reason I uh, go down. Yeah. So to see Dale, just to see Dale, and when he walks through the door, I'm I'm on him. I'm the first person there looking through. What do you got, Dale? What do you got? What do you got? <laughs> so uh, that's what's uh, nice about setting up is I try to get first dibs. I try. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> do you have a picture with him in an autograph? <laughs> Uh, I I have had him sign a bait before, so <laughs> I thought that was pretty neat. That is neat. So. Yeah, right now you can get online, download your one dollar off coupon for that show, www.muskymax.com, and uh, it's going to be here real quick. It is a couple weeks away, like two and a half weeks away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
It's... So, Andy, it sounds like you've been building, building, building. I'm trying, trying, trying. <laughs> hey, you had a nice run for Chicago, so it's neat to see you uh, change up the paint. You had some new colors, and uh, no, it's just neat. It's neat. I've caught fish on the rafters. I've actually won tournaments on them. I know. So uh, it's uh, it's neat. It's neat to see some new colors. It is. You got a big fat fish in that one tournament. Oh, on a figure eight thing, hit with a foot of line out. So <laughs> that was that was pretty neat. You know, it made me feel like I did something good that day. Taking home first and second place in the boat. Yeah, and then after that, all of a sudden, you know, you see, you know, other people out on the lake, and I can, I'm always one to check out to see what other people are using, and I see them out there, especially the lemonhead. You know, my local lake, there's, uh, there's a couple people that do good <laughs> on the lemonhead rafters. So. Awesome. That's tough to do on the figure eight with a jerk bait, any jerk bait. Don't jerk. That's what I do. I don't jerk. Just keep her moving. Mm -hmm. Just keep it. You know, yeah. just keep her moving. Either, you know, keep you have fish hanging. that are going to hit and uh, some that are just, you know, not going to hit. You know, and all you can do is just try to extend your cast. And that's all you can do is try to hold it together, have a decent figure eight. And, uh, yeah. I, I have a tip for the figure eighters out there. If, if the fish doesn't seem to want to be, you know, taking it, just run it across its back and set the hook hard. Mm -hmm. I've tried that. Uh, fishing with Todd, what Todd showed me is actually, you know, with the rafter, uh, you know, right when it's uh, three, four, five feet away, you just stop it. You just kill it. And uh, yes. that was a neat little trick for the rafter since it just sits there and suspends. It, yeah, I've seen fish come unglued on it, just sitting there. They, it goes from moving, 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 moving to just sitting there. They almost run into it. It's neat. It's neat. It does work. Awesome. Nice. So we got the the pro tips tonight. You do uh, well. It's a user friendly. It's a user friendly bait. I I can't say a bad thing about it. You know, um, just like your rod holders. Your rod holders have made my life easier. Um, no no qualms about it. No, the Fat Easy rod holders just make your life easier. I did a lot of fishing this year, and uh, yeah, all I can say about it is it makes your life easier. Um, I had um, broken the actual one of the wings of the down easter, not the fat AZ base, but the wing of just the down easter, and that was my fault. <laughs> and um, I had to go back to the old fixed style. So just on one of my rods, I had the fixed style, the old type, and it drove me nuts until I was able to contact Andy, and he set me up wonderful again. Much, you know, very thankful. And uh, yeah, I couldn't wait to get back to the fat AZ. Once you, they're real easy to get used to too. And so. we, we have to record this so we don't have to do any plugs anymore. Yeah. Zach, Zach can just do this. All Zach the time will do, us. yeah, he'll do the voiceover on all the products. <laughs> I can sell a few things in life, you know, Labrador retrievers, Fat AZ, <laughs> you know, rod holders, blah, blah, blah. So what? You got to believe in us. You're a dog breeder? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Those days are behind me. <laughs> Bring them back. <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't know the story but i'll figure it out later hey first and foremost i don't know if i got to say hello to the listeners um <laughs> I'm, i've recently become a pretty hardcore fat az listener i went from never listening before to uh you know hitting them as soon as they come out so thanks everybody who's putting their time in right now out of the busy schedule to actually you know listen and Say hello to uh, my buddy, huge fan of the show. His name is Matt Gillespie. Absolutely wonderful builder. He's from Virginia. Just won the state championship down there. Congratulations. And uh, 
just wanted to say hello to Matt. I told him I would do it. So Awesome. Yeah, I saw he won that tournament. That's sweet. And he loves the show. He loves the show. It's his dream to be on here one day. So if you ever want to make his dream come true, <laughs> give him a buzz. Matt Gillespie. <laughs> we'll, we'll table that. We'll think about it. That's cool. We can do that. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> what's, what's neat about them is they're doing their fishing right now. While our lakes are all iced up right now, you know, until springtime is when they do their best. So I'm a little jealous of them down there. So hop, skip, and jumping away. Just make make your uh, musky max trip a little bit longer and head keep heading south. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about bringing the boat and driving till I got somewhere where I could get in t-shirt weather, finding a musky lake and just fishing. I was thinking about it. Thinking about it, but you're not going to do it. Ah, uh, it's fifty fifty right now. It's uh, it's tempting. It's tempting. Um, we all have that itch to fish this time of year. You know, all our equipment. A lot of us have our equipment all, you know, repaired from last year. Or we have new equipment. And we're all itching to get out pretty bad. Um, I was able to sneak out out in Lake Ontario the other day, uh, fishing the day after Valentine's Day, which is never happens around here. But we had a 50-degree uh, day, and I was able to get out fishing and uh, felt very fortunate. Did you catch any muskies? Oh, we the brown trout on Lake Ontario. I, I like to go out there a few times, and uh, it's the sort of fishing that makes you feel good about fishing. Uh, I was setting up my third or fourth rod, and uh, the first one went off already, and it, for the rest of the morning, it could not get out a full spread. So it was, you know, doubles. We had a triple. It was just, it was all you could ask for. That's awesome. That's awesome. I've so, fished yeah. up there for browns on uh, Have you? Yeah, on Oak Orchard. Oak Orchard, yeah. So I was doing the same thing, and uh, you know, when you when you get on them, it makes you feel like you're a good fisherman. Mm -hmm. You know, it sure sure beats those days <laughs> where the muskies won't cooperate, and you're sitting there banging your head, you know, against the wall. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, those days are those days are out there. I'll have them this summer. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Todd or Vance. How do you feel about Muddy Creek Fishing Guides? Yeah, just just give us a call. We're booking them up. Uh, we'll be fishing from Memorial Day through mid-November. Give us a call. We'll get you on the schedule. That's got a lot of open days in June. My June is pretty full, but uh, we'll do our best to get you on, and uh, we'll do our best to get you out there and get you on some fish. Let's keep it short. They know the gig with Muddy Creek. Yeah, ra ra <laughs> Ranger Boats and Vic Sports Center in Ken, Ohio, will be up there doing a seminar on the 24th and 25th on musky trolling and just musky fishing in general. Uh, great customer service at Vic's. Uh, they're fishermen who also sell boats, and they will take care of you. Uh, big thanks to them. Nice. And Muskies, Inc., Todd, you prepared something? No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We're doing we're doing Muskie's INC or Muskie's Inc. Muskie's Inc. Muskie's Inc. Muskie's Inc. We we need okay. to be proper with this. Uh, yeah. The rap episode was a couple ago, right? Two episodes ago? That's yeah, right. yeah, maybe two, yeah. three. It four. depends. Which line are you looking for? Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it carried on. Yeah. yeah, Todd just keeps dropping these sick, sick rhymes. He does. <laughs> yeah. I was asked if you guys were going to be rapping. It was I. I heard it with Chad when you had Chad Weeson, no. and uh, <laughs> you guys were talking about you know the rappers you used to like and oh my. Uh, this that. 
Yeah. Andy's Andy's truck that you can hear was it a mile or a half mile away? It was like a mi- like it was a minute away at sixty miles an hour. So that's a that's a mile, but it's all you know it it's not exact. <laughs> to me, I just I remember those days, and you know, you you wonder what happened. Do do people still buy those big, you know, woofers and stuff like that? Who knows? They have to. I mean, everyone's that age once. I know that's so strange. I don't see them though in many many uh, fabulous cars nowadays. In fact, I mean, a lot of them are really nice, low with like big coffee can exhausts. Oh, oh those those are nice. Those cars. <laughs> I just we can't seem to get a pat past that. We should have never talked about that stuff or past like that. Why? What's People keep bringing it up about us us rapping and listening to just terrible music. Well, Todd, Todd was I've, rapping. He's never even heard a rap song. I've tried to forget that. Oh, I've heard him. I hate him. Did you just <laughs> say you love him? <laughs> That's what I heard. Hey, maybe that'll be your guys' niche. You should do a whole rapping show, start to finish. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You only got to take the right. It's all foul mouth. Them potty mouths. (laughs) Wash them out with soap. (laughs) That's bad. Will Smith. Okay, so Zach is going to take the Diane C rap, and I will lead in. Yo yo, up down, in and out. Let's go. Come on. Come on, Zach. Zach. Talk about musky zinc <laughs> and rap form. Oh, Lord, you know what's funny is I almost started too. I was like, all right, how are we going to do this? Uh, real quick, new, uh, musky zinc, musky zinc. Um, new York State actually just started its second musky ink chapter. Congratulations to Chapter 70. Um, it helps cement musky's ink's uh, place in New York State. Um, so it's neat to see that catch on. Um, you know, Musky Zinc goes across the whole United States. Uh, recently, I've uh, taken a bigger role in the past. I've been the tournament director. Last year, um, we had our Chautauqua Showdown. That was our most heavily promoted event, and it will again uh, this year. And uh, that that worked out well. Um, I recently became vice president, so I have a little bit more of a say. And... Uh, no, holding two positions. I'm knee deep in the Muskie Inc. stuff. Um, it's a good organization, and I'm um, looking forward to seeing our brothers. Uh, chapter 16. Those guys will be down in Pennsylvania. Um, so they've helped me out a lot, and uh, it'd be neat to, um, you know, further the uh, further the relationship. Okay, so you're vice president. What what role does that take? Are you just sitting there, you know, waiting? For something to happen to the president to take the wheel. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, well, we, hey, we've had Toothy. Toothy is Jim Reynolds. He's, he's been running the uh, Muskie Inc. since I actually, uh, you know, had the idea of getting it going in New York State, and Jimmy does a good role. Um, I, honestly, I do more as a tournament director than I do uh, in the vice president yet. Um, I'm sure that'll change, you know, as the summer gets busier and busier, but, um, just really just trying to listen to everybody, you know, and just do what, what the people want, you know, and, uh, try to make people feel involved. So, um, work, work in progress, work in progress. Love it. Jo- join Muskie Zinc. It's so, it's it. Now, Zach, weren't you instrumental in... Getting was that chapter sixty nine? 
that you're in? Exactly, exactly. Uh, short story is uh, I had traveled down to Ohio and fished with a muskie guy out of the uh, Akron Canton chapter. And uh, it, was, it still may be, but it was one of the biggest chapters in Ohio. And uh, just out of camaraderie, um, I fished my first Muskie Inc. event, actually, when I was down there, and uh, sat there for about a year, and I wondered why New York State doesn't have it. I mean, we've got people chasing these wonderful fish. Why don't we all get together and um, try to accomplish some goals? So, yeah, um, at the time, Jay Zahn was running Muskie's Inc., and uh, we got it set up. Um, I, at the time, I didn't want an active role in it just because of the baits. I didn't want to make it seem like the baits were the reason for setting up Muskie Inc. So um, I didn't take a role, but I you know, tried to support it all I could through lure donations, stuff like that. And uh, Yeah, after a while, I uh, decided I wanted to take a position. But since we've set it up, New York State Muskie Inc., uh, we got the season. Uh, it starts a month earlier. So that's wonderful. You know, you can get out there. I know when I get out there on May, a lot of times I may be fishing by myself or may have one other boat. Uh, the recreation boats, you know, aren't there. The kids are still in school. Um, to me, that's pretty neat. Um, and we also got the size limit increased on Chautauqua. So those are some, those are some good things. Um, so there, there's been positive effects. Uh, you know, if you're a single person, you're not going to change anything. If you're associated with an organization or a corporation, Muskie's Inc. is a corporation, uh, things can happen. And uh, hopefully 2018 is one of the biggest years for Chapter 69. And uh, we've got some goals uh, working with um, the St. Lawrence Project, along with Muskie's Canada and the Niagara Muskie Association. Um, St. Lawrence River is taking a big hit on the numbers because uh, of spawning habitat and also VHS that broke out uh, years back. So the fish just aren't there like they used to be. Uh, a bunch of missing year classes. And uh, Dr. John Farrell um, is doing some work up there on St. Lawrence. So it was actually the first time I was ever uh, had a pen raised Great Lakes fish from the St. Lawrence. Uh, supposedly there was about a thousand stocked. Um, this year there will be more, but they're actually going to put in some transmitters to see where these things go. You know, these muskies love to travel. And uh, so we're starting to put some work in there's big things. You know, it's a multinational project. So it's neat to be, it's neat to see where this is going to go because it's just at its infancy. Nice. So I'm going to wrap this up real quick. And Zach, make, correct me if I'm wrong here. So we have Zach Baker, who had no Muskies Inc. chapter in his area. He helped facilitate Get One In. Then with that chapter, was able to work with the local fish biologist or the fish commission or whatever the agency was to help change the uh, size limits and also the muskie seasons. It starts earlier because of this, correct? Exactly, and that was accomplished within, uh, I want to say, the first six, eight months of the goal being, uh, of the club being set up. Right, so it went from nothing, absolutely nothing, to me trying to see if there was any interest in it and putting a post up on a local website, Lake Ontario United. And uh, once, as soon as I found out that people were interested, it gave it a shot. So if there's people out there listening and say that there is a club in your state, or even if there's no club in your state, but you need to, you, you want to have one. 
you know, the possibility is there by contacting Muskie Inc. And wonderful things can hap happen off of it. And uh, just takes a little bit of initiative and, you know, things can change pretty quickly. That is what Muskie's Inc. can do for you. I have people ask me, well, what, you know, what can, what can Muskie's Inc. do? Muskie's Inc. can do a lot. Right. Uh, in dealing with the fisheries department here in New York State, we're actually looking at expanding the Muskie's range for the first time and you know, a couple of decades. So that's really neat. They're doing, you know, studies to see if muskies can go in some of these other, you know, waterways. And awesome. uh, to me, that'd be a big thing. That was what my original goal was to extend the muskies range. And to see that finally come to light, or, you know, has, has opportunity to come to light this year, will be pretty neat. Awesome. Well, awesome. <clears throat> Let's get into if you had to choose, and we're going to jump right into Zach. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. So if you had to choose. Now, I was kind of saving this one, but it is, and it I guess it, it fits everybody here. If you had to choose, would you rather, uh, would you choose to catch an average fish on a bait you make or catch a slob? on one you didn't make and i'm not being specific uh, on you know anything. it's uh, uh it would have to be a small one you know on something that i made it's uh, you know you hope you wouldn't have to choose hopefully your big one does come on something that you make but uh, i would have to say that personal satisfaction of you know something that i built with my own hands going out and actually tricking one of these fish yeah i would take that you know that sense of accomplishment when that happens uh, it makes you feel like you did something that day. So, yeah, the, the giant fish, you know, that would be nice, you know. But, um, yeah, that's my personal my personal opinion. Todd? Me? Yeah. I'll take the slob. Uh, <laughs> Not too I proud, enjoy, right? I enjoy Just making baits. Who cares? I enjoy, that's all, it's all been fun, making the baits and getting it all going. But uh, I use a lot of people's baits. Uh I'll take that big one. I'm taking the big one too. You know, whatever it takes. Andrew, I'm gonna. I, I hate to leave you alone, Zach, but I don't catch that many big fish. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the first time I've been the oddball. Listen, it's it's fine. No, okay. I, I, I mean, still have to like my biggest one is on a bait that we made, so. And that that's very gratifying, you know, that, that the yeah. biggest fish ever on your bait. I recently had that happen to me this year, and I, I felt that that was pretty pretty neat. Pretty okay, Zach, neat. tell us the story oh, yeah. in detail. Um, all righty. So for the last few years, I had spent uh, close to 25 years of only pretty much chasing inland muskies, Chautauqua, Juanita. Uh, you know, and I had caught plenty of fish but i never got that big one and uh, a few years ago my buddy bob solly i call him big fish bob solly he's the only person i know for two years in a row has had a 50 inch or better average right so you're talking about at all the muskies you caught that year you have an average of 50 inches plus so bob had started fishing the st lawrence and uh uh, it was something I always said I wanted to do, and I always put it off because it was a great unknown. And uh, Bob sort of took me under his wing uh, three, four years ago and started taking me up there, and I quickly fell in love with the place. Um, 
So this year, uh, we were putting time in, and um, him and I were out fishing. We had a three-fish morning. I had all three fish, and I ended up seeing the biggest fish I'd ever seen in my life, you know, 55 inches plus. And uh, we came home, and that fish absolutely haunted me for about two days. I felt like I knew where <laughs> she was, I knew where she lived, and before she left, I needed to get her. Well, I had to come home, and that it, it, it took over my life. Have you guys ever seen, like, a big deer or a big fish? And it just, it's all you could think about. Have you guys felt that way? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. righty. So I had, a, I had enough of it. And uh, one morning, I woke up. It's all I could think about. I threw the dog in the car, hooked the boat up, and I go back up to the St. Lawrence looking for the biggest fish I had ever seen in my life. Well, I go back where she was, and uh, I was casting, and I didn't see her. Well, I go through again, different lure, and I didn't see her. So, you know, I sat down for a minute. I was thinking, oh, you know, I drove all this way. She's, she left. So I threw on a uh, big 12-inch uh, bait that I make, and I just trolled parallel to the structure. Well, sort of, you know, I had my head between my legs, you know, and just sort of just, you know, defeated. And I got about halfway through that structure, and that rod ripped. And uh, I pick it up, and for me, you can tell like a, a better fish when they sit there and they just head shake. When you just hold the rod and they just head shake, you know you're not, yeah. And uh, I knew it was a good one, uh, and the water up there was so clear. I had her at about ten feet, and I saw that it wasn't a small one. And uh, she proceeded to make about five or six of the most powerful runs. Uh, I was fishing by myself, just myself and the dog. So net in one hand, rod in the other, and uh, super clear water. So I'm watching this whole fight, and uh, I almost wish I couldn't have watched the whole fight just because I was so nervous. And um, <laughs> ended up, uh, fish ended up jumping on me after about the sixth power run when I was getting ready to net her. And... Um, I've told this to my friends, and I go, I, I'm serious. When I say this fish came, I level with me in the boat. So I'm sitting there fighting with it, and she jumps up, and she's got, you know, a half-pound lure in her mouth just shaking back and forth. And this is on a short line, you know, maybe a rod's worth of line. Mm. And uh, I tell my friends, I go, that never needs to, you know, it just never needs to happen to anybody else. I go, it's such a terrifying <laughs> experience. And uh, I ended up netting her. So I uh, cut the hooks, and I knew that I wanted to measure this one. It was definitely my personal best. And uh, what got me is when I started picking her up out of the water, so I grabbed her by her gill, and she had a massive head. But when I picked her up, she just kept going. you know. And I didn't realize what I had until I actually started picking her up and uh, put her on the bump board and... Um, you know, ended up being 57 inches, which at the time, you know, gave me the second biggest fish for muskie zinc for 2018. I had since uh, been beat by my buddy Chad Lapa. Chad Lapa's phenomenal angler. Uh, I actually had the big fish for 2017. So two years in a row, this gentleman won, caught the biggest fish through muskie zinc in North America. Um you know, our, our chapter, chapter 69, my buddy Bob Sully, who I was up there fishing with, ended up getting a 56. Uh, he ended up getting a lunker of the month. Our club, chapter 69, has become 
the big fish club of all of them. And uh, it's pretty neat because we're learning from each other. Yes, what Muskie Inc. can do for you. It can give you a camaraderie between like-minded people and uh, you guys share knowledge and uh, it makes everybody better. You know, you cut years and years off your learning curve if, if you network. Awesome. Absolutely. It's a, it's a great thing. What does the dog do in that situation when you are fighting this giant? And you're going to net it at the same and time. I've got an absolutely wonderful dog. I've got a chocolate lab, and uh, he was with me, I think, for all but maybe like six or seven fish that I caught last year. So he was he was used to it, you know. At, at the beginning of the year, he's always all interested in them. By the end of the year, he didn't care less, you know. Uh, <laughs> he'll look at it. I might have yelled at him once or twice to stay away, so he's a little cautious now. But... Uh, <laughs> No, he doesn't do that much, I'll be honest with you. It's a good luck charm. But he's my good luck dog. Oh, yeah, he's my good luck dog. I will. I, I prefer to fish with my dog. Does <laughs> he count as and, a rod? That, that, my friends, is a great plug for Muskie's Inc. That's what Muskie's Inc. can do for you. you Muskie's Inc. got, me, got learn, me that fish. Learn and waters. Through good and, friends. And exactly. Through friends. Exactly, yes. And that, that's what Muskie's Inc. can do for you. You know, I mean, if yeah, if you're looking for Muskie's Inc. to personally come to your door and shake your hand and say thanks for being a member, you might be disappointed. But the way that you can yeah. network, the way that it protects our resources, um, it's 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 a good thing. You know, uh, in my opinion, there's no reason not to. Awesome. <clears throat> now, Zach, before the show. You said you wanted to spend a lot of time talking about your baits, so let's hear about it. <laughs> Get, out Get out of here. No, my baits are one thing. It's uh, like they're sort of personal to me. You know, it sounds goofy, but I call them. You know, it's almost like an extension of yourself, no different than a finger or a toe. Uh, baits. <laughs> hey, I'm still lucky to be doing it. I think I'm going on about ten years of chopping wood and. Uh, you know, squirting a little paint, and uh, each year does a little bit better than the last. Uh, 2017, some of the highlights were every every tournament at Chautauqua. Um, I think it was four in a row. Other than the first one, every tournament at Chautauqua was one using the baits. So that was pretty neat. At one point, it was five in a row, uh, the tournaments, because not only do we have our tournaments, you know, Chapter 16 had their tournaments. I was able to fish that and did good. Um, Ohio also has their tournaments. Um, so that was a highlight between that and the big one. Um, you know, the baits, I'm still making them. I'll be down at the Pittsburgh Muskie Max. Uh, by far my favorite show. I was able to go out to Chicago this year and you know, I just prefer Pittsburgh. You know, the, those guys have supported me since day one. I would not be making baits without my, you know, guys down there from Chapter 16, from the Pittsburgh area, from those guys also from Ohio. Um, you know, that's my stronghold, and I'm very appreciative of, of all those guys that have, you know, spent their money on any Baker product. So, uh, you know, just, I guess it's more of a gratitude, I guess, on the baits. Um, but each year I try to up myself, you know, you try to come with better, better stuff. And I'm still learning on what the people want. Um, I do want to say that, you know, the Goldies and the Mud Puppies, those have, you've definitely helped out through the podcast on those colors. Um, I don't know <laughs> if I've ever seen a lake associated with one color. 
as I have Chautauqua with, you know, a five-inch Baker Goldie. You know, I guess, like, the headlocks out in Minnesota would be the only other place I've really heard of it. But, um, you know, big thanks to you guys. Well, I didn't do none of it. I can tell you that. <laughs> I think I fit well, four times yeah. last year. But, yeah, I know you're talking to Vance and Todd, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you run one up there? I didn't even troll up there. Oh, yeah. You, well, you don't, you don't fish much. I feel bad. So you just come keep out rubbing more. again. You got to come out more. But what what uh, so you're chopping wood now? What what can people expect at the Musky Max? Because I mean, people like Zach are there. This is your opportunity to really, you know, this is your brick and mortar store to to make a trip to this show to get a hold of some of these baits. Is there any? Yeah, no, I I guess I'm one of those people. There's a lot of there's other builders out there that are like this. Um, come summertime, I like to fish. I'm horrible to uh, get a hold of. You know, I, I heard the last episode, would you rather make baits or go fishing? Well, I'm going fishing every time. I mean, I've, I've been a slave to the baits before, and uh, it's no way to live. You know, go fishing. Isn't that why we all got in, into this is for the love of fishing? Mm -hmm. But uh, I guess what is new for me, a reintroduction of the four-inch bait. Four-inch bait is something that I had uh, a couple years ago. I had started uh, with them, and... There's a handful of them that just did really, really well. That uh, one of them had caught the biggest fish in Ohio, the heaviest fish. I think it was 2016. There's another one that went on to catch. There's like 120 something fish on one bait, and she was still running. And uh, then I made some bad ones. I, I lost my original template for making the bait, and I made a bunch of bad ones. And uh, I put my time in last year with the four-inch baits. I got them back to where they should be, and it was by far my most productive bait. Um, I was getting, I was doing three fish on a uh, four-incher to every one on a five-incher. And uh, it, it really shocked me that one inch of difference made, you know, on, on my home on the inland lakes, it made that much of a difference. So I'm excited to get those out there. Uh, the five-inch baits, you know, that's that's sort of been the bread and butter uh, bait that I've made. And that's what you guys use the most of. Um, um, this year I'll be bringing out some five-and-a-half-inch jointed with the Lexan lip. Um, I'm excited for those. Those ran excellent last year. It'll be really, other than Chicago, my first time ever offering them. Um, so I'll try to give you guys some also to run. Um, they should do well for this next year. Um, seven and a half, nine and a half, and 12 inches. Um, you know, each year, you know, you try to come with new colors. You know, I've been dealing with these, the same group of fishermen down in Pennsylvania for. Todd, what? How long has it been since I met you? Six, seven years? Yeah, yeah. 2010, 11, 10, 11, something Yeah, like yeah. Uh, I mean, that's how I actually met Todd Young. That's the only reason I'm even on the podcast tonight is because of the, uh, what was it called back then? Was it called the Cranberry <laughs> Show? What was Butler it? Butler Fishing Todd? Show. <laughs> the Butler I mean, Fishing Show. Yeah, Butler, yeah, the Butler Show. Fishing. There you go, Butler yeah. Show. And, uh, yeah, it's come a long ways. Uh, this year we had the Muskie Max in a, uh, you know, in a nice big area. We had that show in a high school cafeteria. I mean, it's it's nice to see the shows just get bigger and bigger. And this year is the Max. Uh, I'm more excited for this one than I think I've ever been. Yeah, that that Butler fishing show was touted as a fishing show, but it was a Muskie show. It was really a Muskie show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it was that was a great little show, you know. And then Muskie Max came in, and you know, as the Butler was kind of starting to fade, and 
Musky Max took over. That was, you know, that, that's the fun little thing. I remember going to the like the first two or three Butler shows and just being so hyped up about it and just being. Not, I wasn't vending. I was just a guy, a mm. crumb bum off the street. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, like yeah, I met Zach at at a Butler show. Maybe like five, I, four or five I years had, ago, something like that. I had no idea who I was talking to at that time. Mm-hmm. I was starstruck by everybody, you know? <laughs> Talk, Zach and I so, kind of have the same relationship that, uh, you know, that's how I met Andy, met him at a much smaller show than the Butler Fishing Show, and grabbed a couple Two vendors. Swimmers. Two vendors <laughs> yeah. at this show. Three if yeah. you count Todd. <laughs> there was like, yeah, there was a half a dozen booths, but... Uh, no, I, I went up to Zach. I'd seen some stuff on the computer. I was like, man, I want to try some of your baits. And uh, Zach quickly said something like, I just want you to take a couple, use them, send me a picture. And sort of the same story with, with uh, Andy. Uh, went up to Chautauqua, season opened up. We put them out. I was trying them out. and First bite I got was a beautiful looking like 49 inch fish or something and i was like hey zach got a nice picture for you we got a nice fish he's like i'll send it i sent it and zach was like holy crap that's a big one (laughs) yeah and it's never stopped since then has it (laughs) no todd Todd, uh person i'd just like to give you a thank you i mean i owe you a huge thanks on you know baker baits even still going you know it's yeah. uh you're, you're a great person i'm lucky to know you and uh hope to keep this relationship yeah. going for as long as i you know as long as i can yeah not gonna stop talk talk about the the fours you have to all right so the the love, fours you the, have the to fours love it started just off uh you know you get these big long boards i i cut all the wood i do everything from start to finish so a lot of it's woodworking and um I ended up having a scrap one day, and I go, you know what? Let's try a little four-incher. And I took her out to my little my little lake, and she got it up again, hit it like three times. So I was like, all right, let's try to make another one. And uh, so it all started from a scrap of wood, and I I had them really good uh, the first year, but the problem was I only had about ten of them out there, and uh, you know they were they were all produced and everything else. Um, I lost my lip template. And, um, I thought I knew what it was. I made a huge mistake. I made about 150 that swam like a bucktail and it was over the winter. So <laughs> I, would, I didn't have the time to, to test them. And, uh, it was a huge mistake. And, uh, the four inches, I put my time in with them last year and, uh, you know, not, not a, being over promoting or being someone to, I hate being pushy, but they just outproduced everything else on my local lakes. Um, they had fish up to 49 inches. You know, you see a little four-inch bait, and you got a four-foot fish on it. You know, it does look a little different, but I fish a really pressured lake with small bait fish. Um, and uh, another lake where it's doing really, really, really well is Lake Milton in Ohio. Uh, it's by far the bait of choice. And... Um, you know, a lot of people would look at it and you say a little four-inch bait, you know, is it a walleye bait? Well, I guess you could catch a walleye on it, but those big muskies eat them just fine, too. I promise you that. Um, so, that's, I, I yeah, feel, no, I feel like I'm I, really excited. I saw a, uh, a picture of you putting a stamp on some of the, uh, on some of the 
the pieces of wood, maybe maybe with a little bit of blood from cutting. Hey, as as out. as happened, you know, we all get cut sometimes working on tools. <laughs> that, that day, I'd actually dropped a piece of equipment on it, cut me right open, and I, I feel uh, like it's monthly. Yeah, the little blood you. run, right? You know, those baits are, you know, they got a little little extra in them than some of the others, but those little all the four inches uh, at the Pittsburgh Musky Max underneath all that paint, they got a little bit of my blood. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know about the tears, but we definitely got the blood and sweat in them. <laughs> Yeah, I was saying it's like a monthly occurrence for you, especially in the middle of the summer. There's always a muskie either biting you or... You oh, last year I had the pleasure of putting a hook through my hand. You know you know when you, you got a fish in the net and they twist because that's what a muskie does. So you got this, you know, net all tangled up and I'm trying to, you know, it's everyone's scariest thing is uh, trying to pick that, you know, the, the hooks out of the net, you know, with a fish still attached. And uh, I was trying to do that to get the fish unhooked. And, you know, of course, ended up being a 49-incher. She ended up shaking her head. And I'm fishing by myself with a dog once again. So now I, this fish uh, shakes. I have one of the hooks go right through my left, uh, first, the first finger on the left hand. So here I am pinned, bent over the boat with not a small fish, you know, and uh, fishing by myself. And I'm pinned. I can't stand up. I can't move left. I can't move right. I'm pinned. You know, and uh, thank goodness I had my, you know, nip right there and I was able to reach down with my right hand with on one of the handles and uh, put the other handle against the boat. And, uh, you know, I caught it. Well, I didn't take good enough of uh, measurement and I just cut the tip off and not the barb. So I had to do that all again. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that was that was pretty fun. And somehow the fish was, uh, you know, calm. And, uh, you know, but that, that very so lesson to be told. Keep your nipex on the same side you net your fish on. Let <laughs> tips to, tips to everybody. When when you Zach got does take a few more chances than most. I will tell you, I fished with Zach one day, and uh, he hooked one on a raptor, and we were he was fighting the fish. I'm like, okay, man, great, we're gonna get it. I turn around, I like to grab the net, or I was gonna grab the boat or something. I turned around. Zach has the fish by the gill plate. And the raptor's laying along his forearm. And I was just like, oh. He's like, yeah, it's oh, just what you hey, do. Todd, you remember. Grab him, right? I, I like, started whoa, 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 fishing whoa, whoa. in the mid-90s. <laughs> okay, I started, I remember hand landing every fish. And then I, re <laughs> and I remember I reading in Muskie Hunter that there's this, this wonderful thing called a cradle. So we got a cradle, and that was even scarier, because here you go, you got some guy <laughs> leading a fish First thing coming towards is this big old lure, you know, just waiting for it to rip out of the fish's <laughs> mouth. So cradles weren't much better, but we used to hand land every single fish when yeah. I first started. I know. I was, you know, I've gotten hooked, so. like, good once. Like, I mean, it was a bad hooking, but you know what I mean. <laughs> They're all uh, bad. Yeah. I was surprised at just how strong the human like skin and muscles are that it just oh, doesn't yeah. rip like paper. It's like it's stuck there. Like you can actually pull quite a bit when there's something through your fingers or hand mm. before it actually feels like it's going to tear. I mean it hurts, but mm -hmm. I just was shocked at how how much tensile strength all that has, I guess. Yes, no thanks. Wonderful conversation we're having tonight, right? Mm -hmm. That's another pro <laughs> tip. Keep your nipex on the side that you... Keep your nipex the on pocket. the side you net your yes. fish on. I cannot stress that enough. Let's, I tell everybody. Let's take it one step further. Let's, uh, let's be a little more careful around the hooks. 
So you don't need to nip X your hand out. Yeah. Yeah. You can only do that yeah. so much. Yeah. Easier <laughs> said like, than done. You know, like you're me, out there yeah. bouncing around in two foot waves. You got to fish. You got to untangle the hooks yeah. out of the net. I mean, it, it happens. I guess if I'd cut more hooks, I'd probably, you know, do better. But, you know. I've also sent Zach pictures of myself with a baker sticking in my finger with a fish on the other end. Yeah. Ugh. Not good. I'm amazed yeah. you guys don't get hooked more. I mean, for how many fish you guys touch over the summer, you know, your hands are your your hands don't look bad. They're nice. <laughs> I mean, they 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 do have a lot of scar tissue. Yeah, they bleed like yeah. boxers' faces. You touch them and they just start going. I think my hands look fantastic. Thank you. They do. So those <laughs> manicures. Hey, so that's, that's something I was going to ask. How are you holding up for building? You know, you, you had gone through a bunch of baits in uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. So here you are. You're building again. You're talking about Team Rhino Outdoors orders and everything mm-hmm. else. And uh, getting ready for the max. Are you holding up just fine? No sleep. You can get a lot done. No, tell me about it. Tell me about <laughs> it. Hey, don't shows almost take over a month of your life? They do it for me. Well, yeah, it's you know we we've been playing catch up. We we got we got inundated last year with some orders late from some retailers, and we just haven't seemed to be able to dig out. So it's like it seems we're treading water. You know, Andrew, I, that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but I also like you want to do stuff in the summer, and. You know, building baits, I'll do it. But if if you can do a little planning ahead of time, you can enjoy a few months of relaxation. Yeah, I have a saying: we're all as busy as we make ourselves. Would you agree? Oh yeah, we 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 make our own prisons. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I heard about Wiley Fisher once or twice. It's like you know, isn't that why we all got into this? Is just for the pure love of fishing. And uh, last year, I really discovered it. You know, there's a lot of years where I just built, 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 and you know, you're building, uh, you know, over two thousand baits a year, but you're you're not happy. So I think uh, it's nice to reset that every once in a while and revisit why I even got into bait building. And uh, that's what was magical about last year. And uh, I hope to fish even more this year. You know, I'm really, really excited. I can't wait till uh, springtime. I'm going to go to, you know, Ohio. I'm going to take a trip to New Jersey this year for spring fishing. Um, nice. Which I think is really neat. That's awesome. What lake are you going in Jersey? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if I should say. Yeah. I had a friend, I had a friend get a Muskie Ink Lunker of the Month last year. It was the same gentleman that I fished the St. Lawrence with and caught some fish with. Uh, this year, and he really showed me what New Jersey, once again, I, I think I even remember when they started stocking Jersey. You know, yeah. I'm only th- 38 years old, but I know it was probably 20, 25 years ago, and uh, so it's neat to see that take off, you know, and they, they have a great spring fishery, um, but I just can't wait until the end of May to, uh, you know, chase these fish. You know, it's all of us, we've been cooped up all winter. We've been doing whatever we can to uh, stay busy, but a lot of us just can't wait to fish. No doubt. I've been seeing a lot of open water up here, especially with the warm-up we've had. Yeah. And you can go anytime in Pennsylvania. That's what's lucky for you guys. Yeah. You still need favorable water conditions. But, yeah, we we can go anytime. You can go on a raging flood at my river. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
way flooded. They're flooded. Yeah. So let's We're, let's talk about this tournament, Zach. Could not be more excited. Um, We're calling it the Chautauqua Showdown. It's going to be June 23rd. Starts at 7 a.m. It runs till 3.30 p.m. It's going to be the biggest, you know, tournament in the Northeast this year. We're... I I was aiming for 125 <laughs> people. I was told we're going to have more. Uh, I'd like to formally invite everyone you know that is able to come up. Uh, you don't even need to be a Muskie Inc. member to fish this tournament. Um, it's going to be a free fishing weekend. Uh, so if you are traveling from out of state and uh, fishing the tournament, you will not need to purchase a New York State license for this tournament. Um, it is $25 for each Muskie Inc. member. You add $10 for a, for a non-member. So, uh, you know, if you plan on fishing a couple of these tournaments, you might as well be a member. Uh, we also do a five, five fish, um, excuse me, a $5 extra big fish pool. And, uh, you know, the first place, you know, you're going to be paying out well over $1,000. So it helps give us, you know, when you like to fish, and then you throw a little money involved, it gives the people that like to fish a reason to fish harder. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like when you For get sure. a chance to cash, cash sure. a check, you get a little bit of glory and pride at the end. Uh, we've got beautiful trophies set up. Um, we've got a couple different places. Uh, you can find information. Uh, first is just uh, on Facebook, Chapter 69, New York State Muskie, Inc. Uh, we've got all the links on there. There's also, uh, we've got it set up on Lake Ontario United. Under the warm water section, there's a musky section. Uh, there's a lot of discussion on there. And also on the Lake Ontario United Club section, there's a Chapter 69 and also a Chapter 70 events page. Um, and that's, uh, I, I guess, another neat thing to look forward to this summer. I love fishing the tournaments. Uh, now I have another musky club in New York State. So instead of four tournaments, now I've got eight to fish. And, you know, it just gives you a lot to look forward to. Uh, we will have early sign-up for the Chautauqua Showdown um, at um, the shop down at Chautauqua Real Outdoors. Uh, we will start that this spring. I will send out the information to them to do the early sign-ups. Uh, we will require a uh, button that you'll pick up before the tournament. That has to be in all your pictures, but we're going to do the uh, three best fish per boat, and um, that is that helps narrow the field between the casters and the trollers. Um, we're trying to be as fair as we can and give everyone the same chance. But uh, last year was actually the I know the top two and maybe the top three were all one cast. There, it was casting. Um, a nice, beautiful 48 and a half incher was our big fish. And uh, that, all those came, you know, people jerkbaiting. And that's wonderful, you know, that they beat all the trollers. So anyone has a chance. Uh, it's at Chautauqua Lake, which is, we couldn't have a better lake on it. It's the third best musky lake, uh, according to Musky Inc. release records, only behind Lake St. Clair and Lake of the Woods. So to be put up there against those, you know, Chautauqua Lake's got a long history of just, of just being 
a rock solid lake to go out and catch a good solid muskie. You know, it's uh, there's a reason why it's going to be the biggest tournament, you know, in the area. You know, um, so no, super, super, super excited about it. It is the club's big event for the year and our major fundraiser. And, uh, you know, but New York State Muskie Inc. is making moves. We are doing a lot with this money. So just everyone that comes, it's, uh, please know it's very much appreciated. And, you know, I want to say thank you on behalf of all of us that are help, helping to put this on for letting us promote it on your podcast. So thank you. You're welcome. So you're going to be going crazy that day. You're not fishing it, are you? Oh, I always fish it. You think okay. I'm just going to sit there at the lake on the boat tack? <laughs> no, I, uh, I just have to, I start an hour after everyone else because I have to make sure that, you know, I sign everyone up. And then I have to come in an hour early to help. Uh, we have a barbecue after. And then we, you know, got to tally up all the sheets. But of course I'm out there. I, uh, I think it would be torture to sit there and watch everyone else fish. <laughs> Especially that, on that, one. that sounds like one of those, you know, inhumane things that you know. Instead of waterboarding, you could just make me watch other people fish. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I thought you'd be cooking hot dogs and hamburgers. And what's great is we've got a ton of volunteers this year. Last year we had our sign up at Mayville Launch, and that was our only spot for the sign up. Uh, this year we listened to people, and we're going to try to have people at Pendergrass. Mayville, Bemis, and possibly Lakewood. Um, uh, that'll all be updated on the website, but we're going to try to, you know, make it easier, more accessible. So people, if you're fishing the south end, you don't have to go drive, you know, 15 miles up to Mayville and, uh, you know, have that time cut into your fishing time. But it's, uh, you know, we're seeing a lot of out-of-state interest. I, just today I was talking to a group of uh, one person, his name's Rick, out of Ohio. He's coming up with about 20 guys. You know, so that's absolutely wonderful. Nice. Um, seeing guys from Pennsylvania, uh, all my friends, we can't wait to do it. Um, it's just one of those events where it seems like the lake always kicks out fish. You know, uh, we've had events other places where there's only a handful of fish caught. Chautauqua, it seems like someone's always catching a nice, solid, you know, amount of fish. You know, not only between size, but also numbers. So Chautauqua's a, a great place to have this. And you guys doing any, uh, like, raffles or anything like you did last year? Um, We're looking to have a huge raffle table. So this way, you know, even if you don't win anything, uh, you know, you come for the raffles. Last year we gave out thousands of dollars uh, in merchandise. A lot of that was through donations. So we couldn't do this stuff without the outside support. Um, it's greatly appreciated. Um, and a lot of people give their time also. Yeah, so we're going to have a huge raffle table. Uh, we'll be doing 50-50s. We'll have a nice cookout. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a great way. Everyone's sitting there talking. There's a lot of information shared. And uh, that way, even if you don't catch them, you can learn how the winner caught them. So uh, it helps give you a little bit of a, you know, gives you something new to try if, if people did better than you. Um, 
No, it's just a, it's a great event. We also do a, uh, just a separate kids raffle table. And last year we did fundraisers to be able to give out fishing poles to the youths that attended this. Um, so we'll go through, I'll contact other bait makers and I'll be doing this actually, um, uh, at the Pittsburgh show asking for donations. And, uh, what we'll do is, uh, raffle those, get the money, buy rods and reels for the youths that attend this tournament to help get them started on the muskies. And we're talking musky-sized um, gear, but for youths. And uh, mm -hmm. I, I just think it's a great thing. Perfect. That is. Now, how many how many of those kids combos did you have last year? Literally, I think we gave away seven at the Chautauqua tournament. Okay. I think seven, seven, but um, you know that way the kids, the kids got something to go home. Well, it was a beautiful story. What happened the last last year? There's a gentleman named Andy Ole. He's actually from the Chautauqua area. His daughter had won this beautiful. Um, it was a it was a chaos rod. I believe it was a Shimano reel. You know, like a nice three hundred and something dollar, um, you know, outfit. And it was the best one that we had. They were so moved by that, and we're talking this. This guy is, he's, you know, a member of our club, but he doesn't, he doesn't hold a position. He was so moved by that that he's a school teacher. He purchased the same rod and reel out of his own pocket to donate for this year's tournament. So it's it's beautiful to see it affect him that much that he decided to pay it forward, and. Uh, I'd like to say, Andy Ole, if you're out there listening, thank you for your kind gesture. It is appreciated. You never know how this stuff works out. You know, my son may get it, and he may, you know, really enjoy fishing it. So thank you, Andy. Awesome. So that's what's coming up is the big tournament. What are the dates again? Uh, that's going to be June 23rd. Um, it's going to start at 7 a.m. We're going to start doing sign-up at 6 a.m. that morning. If you want to do it the day, the night before, you can do it at Chautauqua Real Outdoors. Uh, you can find uh, they're down in Lakewood. And you can also pick up supplies there. It's, it is an outdoor store. And uh, they've helped us a lot. you know. And that's actually where we will have our, after the tournament, and I almost want to call it a weigh-in, but that's where we will do the results is down there. And uh, you know, it's always a good time. So it's a good time. Awesome. I know I'll try to I'll try to do it if we're not booked up, you know. That's what you said last year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was it the ex was it an excuse? Was it legit? Yeah. Todd, was it legit for you? Yeah. All right, now I think, be I, I think I'm already booked. <laughs> we'll be thinking about you. What right. I'll do is just tell everyone to follow that new Ranger <laughs> with the Vix Marine sticker on it, right? Just follow Todd. They're going to be on the fish. They'll be confused because there'll be two of them going different directions. Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah. do you guys ever have that? Do you guys ever have people that follow you? Please. No, 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 never. Are you being sarcastic? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I, I've I've heard stories before where you just see people follow you and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> I've had I, people. I, guy we're not here talking up about in my the local lake doing it out of a Red in. London boy. He was there like three times in a row, and it just drove me nuts. <laughs> I'm, I'm, fi still, I'm fishing I'm out of a little craft. Yeah, <laughs> put it that way. Yeah. So it was you. It was you that I saw, huh? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I see, you know, when I do go fishing, Todd and Vance follow me. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What's neat, what's neat about where you live, Andy, is, is you fish the creeks. I've never fished a creek or, you know, a river other than the St. Lawrence, you know, for the muskies. And I, that's always been on my bucket list. Is to, uh, you know, I see Todd, he goes down there and it was Slippery Rock, you know, and he yeah. catches beautiful fish, usually about this time of year, isn't it? No, it's usually like in a couple weeks. Like end of end of March. And the March, I think I would enjoy that as much as anything, is being on a little creek, being by myself, you know, and, uh, and I think that'd be very rewarding. I'm I'm sure that there's probably the perfect little creek up by you. I mean, they all you know. For me, I, I've I've explained this several times. I think it doesn't take that much research, but you can dig up these little gems just by sitting in a chair in front of a computer. I was able to fish a St. Lawrence tributary last year, and uh, that holds muskies. And that was that was I actually lied. I was able to fish a river last year. But I'm talking about Little Creek. Um, I'm, the, we have a couple drainages that go into the St. Lawrence, and uh, I was able to get on one of those up till the first dam, and uh, I thought that was pretty neat. But it's neat to see, you know, these places, there's a lot of places where you hear there's muskies, but you don't hear any reports. You know, and there's no other way to find out but going, to your, going by yourself, and uh, I guess that was one of the highlights last year also, you know, just to... Uh, pick a place on the map and say, let's do this, Try you know, yeah. and sometimes it worked out. Sometimes you ate, uh, you know, yeah, bitter soup. But, uh, <laughs> last year was the first year this next year. I hope to do it even more. Well, if you wanted to go to a smaller little Creek and you find yourself in my area, I'll take you to the small little creeks. I got several. Wow, that's uh, that's what's wonderful. Pennsylvania has, I believe, what over 160 waterways for muskies. Um, to me, that just blows my mind. Here in New York State, we've only got a handful. If I had 160 yeah. places to choose, you know, it would be to me that's phenomenal. What you guys have done there in Pennsylvania is is pretty neat. I, I think. Yeah, there's just been some big changes with how they're going to be stocking these fish in the coming years. And I think just for some reports that I've heard, some of these lakes have already begun it. it and it's, it's just huge with what they're doing. Um, I'm not real super familiar with what, what the new plan is, but pretty much what it is, it's the, instead of getting stocked every year with, you know, little fingerlings from that spring, they're holding the fish to about a year old. Then they're stocking every other year. And, I, you know, this one local lake, I've, and I have to do some research. They were saying that, I mean, it's just been stupidly good, like off the charts. And I guess this has been received some of the yearlings that had a couple years already in it. And it's, you know, the thought is, is they're, they're stocking half as many fish every other year, but they're getting up to 80% survival rate because these fish are a year old versus, you know, six to 10, 11 inches, um, and it's it's going to be really interesting, especially some of my rivers, which flow you know through I think three counties. They get stocked in different spots, and it's going to receive, off of my numbers, more fish per acre than any other body of water in Pennsylvania. Hey, that's neat. It just makes you look forward to the future. You know, 
Oh, what's your kid? You know, Andy, being a father, you know, you've got you've got children. You know, how wonderful will it be one day to go down there and have excellent fishery, you know, right next to home? Oh, gosh. I mean, and now I'm even closer to it from, you know, since we moved last year. But I never once thought that it, the fishery was terrible. And if it if it does what I think it's going to do, it's it's going to be like a little St. Clair to me. I don't have to go <laughs> Your own personal, right? It's the equivalent, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll have you hop in the boat, and we'll do 45 miles an hour down the river. That's 100 feet wide. Yeah. With a seatbelt on, hopefully. If that. You'd love it, man. Uh, that's one thing that. why I'm happy. I, I never had one of those bass boats I could do about 65, 70. I, I don't know if I'd trust myself. <laughs> You're not going to... Like that one viral video of the guy jumped that peninsula or something with that uh, jet boat of sorts. Did you see that? No. It was like some. I could see you doing that though. No. How you drive? Yeah, because I like to put my boat on land. (laughs) (laughs) You do. Terminated. We've we've hit land like is a is a is a pivot to get around things. When you're using water current at a half a mile an hour. Versus hitting something full throttle in order to jump the That's land. I, I know. I know. <laughs> I don't want people to think. Yes, we can't relate to this. Stream fishing. It's oh, great. This fish hide under your boat. They do. We'll get out this, or you know, get the dust off the reels and stuff like that. I'll go out on that stream this this coming. Andrew. Time. Yes. Do you mind if I reverse the question on you and ask you what Fat AZ has uh, new to offer for this year? Uh, we have a six-inch softtail raptor that we have. Do you? Yeah. Uh, All right. Probably about two dozen of them that will be done before the Muskie Max. We're going to see how those go. Well, I know I know two of them will go home with me. I'll tell you where those will go. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it was beautiful about the Raptors. My kid's going to start. My kid will be 10 next year, and he wants to start casting. And that's something that I know I can hand him. And, uh, you know, his learning curve will be pretty steep with that bait, and it'll catch fish, you know, just fine for him. So that's I, – I can't wait to take him on the opener uh, – Hopefully, I'm out there casting with my boy. Love it. Yeah, that'll be great. We're working on a couple other little things we don't really want to talk too much about. Um, well, they're, I saw they're a not new product be... in uh, Chicago, didn't I? It was, a, it was a Fat AZ base with a holder on it with the tube, right? Yeah, we have the tubes as well, um, <laughs> which are you know more of a planer board setup. Uh, I'm going to be running them on like my Great Lakes spreads and stuff just because I don't want to have you know, 50 different kinds of rod holders for one boat. So uh, I'll have them there. Uh, they're just, uh, you know, they're more musky tubes. You know, the, it. there's a thousand brands out there making tubes for walleye, but this just kind of seems to fill that niche that you can still have your tippable bases with these tubes. And in the event, you're like, well, I'm not going to run planer boards a couple wrenches, you can switch it back over to the salty, and you're ready to rock again. What I want to see is you uh, put those on a t- on a tree. You know, I, I run a lot of planer boards, and uh, you know, it would always be nice to have a tree that you know the, the where you can move the handles. You know, some of those are that's what I'm in the market for right now is one of the adjustable you know trees, and uh, it'd be neat to see you make something like that. Yeah, the, them them trees they. I probably, you know, if asked, 
and I know specifics, I could probably make something for somebody, you know, just personalized for them. There's just so many variations of that stuff. You, you know, you got to be a big. I've guy. seen them. I've seen them with uh, the planer board reels on them. I, I was just saying, you know, you're you're. I I call you one of the smartest people in the industry, and uh, you know that's just something I'm in the market for. But one thing I don't think you tell enough people about is if you tighten down the fat AZ, the uh, the regular base with the regular salty. If you tighten it down and actually put it in reverse. That works great for boards also. I used that for half the summer last year for my boards. Yeah, that that is yeah. that is just a little little trick, you know, if if you have a slanted base, typically you'll have it slant out, you know, out outside of the boat so your rod can go vertical on a down rod because now the rod's outside the boat. Uh, and that's what I tend to do when I run a planer board is I will then tip it inward and you get better clearance for your rod butt grip. And you can have that rod tip straight up and down, vertically only the other way. Tip up. That's a end. that's a little trick that you had taught me, but I don't think enough of your customers, uh, you know, know that. And it was a great thing that worked for me. Like I said, Fat AZ products. You know, the rod holders is something that I could sell because I believe in it. It's a product that made my life easier. I just don't believe enough people know that little trick because it works phenomenal. I do notice you do it. Need to tighten it down a little bit more to make it stiffer. Um, to uh, you know, the rod will want to go down towards the water if there's a board on it. Mm -hmm. But it, as long as you tighten up, they, they work wonderful. It's a multi-purpose tool. Yeah, it's yeah. That's uh, that's a nice little like you said, just a double double thing that you get there with the slant. That's why we tend to push those more. Uh, the straights, you know, they're still very popular, but. The slants, I, I will tell people you can run them inside or out, and it it works great. So, Zach, hey, yep. what, you got something else? No, it's just neat to see how widespread they're used. I mean, you see them in pictures from Pete Maina to everybody. You know, it's neat to see that <laughs> those rod holders, you know, it is a better product, and it's neat to see that they're taken off and that, that they've, they've done well. Um yeah, yeah. Th th there is like, there's times that like, you know, you'll read something like, you know, I want to comment, you know, on, on like a rod holder thread or whatever. I'm just like, yeah, I'll just sit back and let this one go where it goes. I, if I could write out the list of all the big name people that are running them, I mean, it, it's it's impressive. You know, just a uh, quick plug for the Fed AZ rod holders is this year I ended up uh, having a mishap. I ended up hitting a bridge with the boat. And I uh, ended up hitting the uh, rod holder, since it is slanted out, right into the bridge. <laughs> All right, I uh, ripped the rail off my boat, right? The down easter. Okay, so you, you know, ripped the track off your boat, and you're concerned I, 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 about I, I, me hitting the dirt short, here's what happened. with my My boat. local lake, you got to go under a bridge to uh, get out there. Well, I ended up having my rod tips sticking straight up in a rod holder, and as I went under the bridge, it started scraping. So I was like, oh, Lordy, you know. Sparks flying. <laughs> it was in a vertical tube rod holder. I, I, you know, I know, but like I was when just. You're getting your boat ready. The, the, the sparks flying was a joke. You're going, it's just like sparklers coming off. Exactly. <laughs> you, you know when you do the bumper cars at the amusement park, how, you know, you have the top part that rides along and gets the electricity yes. from there. That's what it seemed like. It was sparking. And so I grab it and I get up from the wheel. Boat turns into the bridge. I smack it. You know, right here all sorts of things ripping off the boat. 
So I had, I had ripped the rail off the boat, destroyed the actual down easter rod holder, which the Fat AZ base fits upon. Um, but the base was just fine. Uh, I contacted Andy. He got me a new base uh, very quickly. New and uh, I still use it. So I destroyed the rail of, you know, the actual rail that, that screws onto your boat. I destroyed the down easter rod holder. And the only thing that survived was the Fat AZ base. So I can't, <laughs> I can't give you a bigger compliment. You know, I actually destroyed everything but that base. Well, there were two things that survived. Three, you and your doggy. Yeah. Oh, my dog's my dog's hardcore. You should have seen him last day of the year out on Buffalo Harbor. It was November thirtieth, and uh, snowing sideways. He's standing in the front of it like uh, the girl from Titanic. You know, she's sitting there with her arms open. <laughs> you know, she's sitting there on the Titanic. That was totally his time to quit. I've got the best fishing oh, in the world. Was floating on a like torn off door. <laughs> it's... <laughs> <laughs> it was like, let's go, daddy. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, that's punching out. So, so Todd, how long until you start up uh, your fishing? And dance? Well, I, I, I got to see when I'm going to get this new boat. Uh, oh, you haven't got it yet? Oh no, no, no! I just cleaned up the old one today. Gotcha. Uh, I heard you talking about that kicker. How somehow you know with all those hours on it, you know she's still going. Oh yeah, she's still going. I had to like change some oils and stuff, but we got her ready. She's ready to go. The story she could tell, huh? Yes, many. Yeah. You gonna miss? You gonna miss that old boat? Because you you get to know it. You know, I know the sounds of my old boat. I know the. You know, you get to know everything about it. You gonna miss her? Yes. Yes. Don't don't go into detail, Todd. <laughs> No, I'm gonna. Right. Miss it. Is it I'm pretty deep? His relationship with that boat, I bet, is deeper than you know some others. I mean, you, yeah. you spent most of the day. I mean, we talked before the show, before Vance got here, about how you know you're taking the stickers off of it, and you yeah. know, but you you kind of did that every year anyway. You'd go through and you do little touch up paint from you know maybe a stone chip from pulling yeah, it and whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, but it's still it's just, it's a little different right now. I mean, she's hey, ready. She looks hey, good. Sorry, sorry to turn the mood sour. I didn't mean to turn it dark. I was just, you know, all, no, it's a uh, it's a real thing. We we become attached because we spend time. We spend time. I, have, I just had to wipe a tear from my eye. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, fifteen years. Start rapping again. Get angry. That'll uh, that'll Get switch the mood. <laughs> So the rapping uh, podcast. Let's get back to that. I want to hear one podcast on some anniversary. I know you guys are uh, <laughs> pushing three years, isn't it? Like a hundred and forty shows. Three so, years you know, come July. I want the two hundredth to be a full rapping uh, Fat Z podcast. All right. Okay, Zach. I you're I won't be participating much in that one. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be doing like full out beatboxing back there. Um. Hey, Zach. Let's hear a rap from you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Zach, Zach doesn't rap. There you go. That's as good as we got. <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little too white to, uh, to dance and, uh, you know, rap good. So <laughs> it happens. You're more of a jam band guy. I'm getting old. We're you all know, aging you at guys the same know, rate. All my good days are behind me. 
Jeez, you just said you're 38. You're like already one foot in the grave. Hey, I'll I, I tell you right now, getting ready for this show has got, gotten me uh, feeling a little older than that. Hands are hurting. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's wonderful to do shows, but it's almost just as nice to have them over with. Does that sound bad? You know, it's, no, it's, it's it a big... It's a big thing to accomplish, you know, doing all the work by yourself. And we were talking about that. You were talking about some blood getting on your lures. I was up at Andy's the other day, uh, putting lures together, and I was like, "Andy, I'm I'm bleeding somewhere." <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> what I said that to you, Andy? Vaguely. Yeah, because I was like, "There's I see like like look." Now this is a final assembly, and there's like some little blood spots and. Somehow, the way I was holding those pliers to crimp the... Oh, I remember now, yes. Remember? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, I have a little blister here on my one finger, and uh, we're putting little blood spots everywhere. I, I saw the blood, and I'm like, that's not me. That's not... Can't be me. <laughs> can't be me. Uh, uh, that is that is me thinking. Have me. you guys ever tried scents for musky? You know, that's something that a lot of people use, but we seem to uh, never try for muskies. Is that something that you guys have ever tried? I've never really played with scents, but I would like to chum them when I'm trolling. <laughs> You'd like to chum them? Yeah. So you go over like the bridge at Chautauqua, and you just see this oil slick behind Todd's I boat. Think, I think it would work. <laughs> so you're just going to be sitting there like those guys in uh, Australia with the great white, yes. you know, yeah. uh, expeditions just ladling blood and fish guts over the side? I think we could cut bait them. Yeah. Cut bait them. Mm-hmm. Huh? Uh, I've been showed up by uh, people fishing crappy minnows, so I don't doubt <laughs> you. You know, that's what I would like to do next. I don't know if it even work. Do the? I mean, do, do you think they have that big, strong sense of smell? Oh, underneath their jaw, the, all those pores are strictly for scent. Smell. Yes, scent. Scent. Smell, hey, my best. When I used to ice fish that, pike. You know? You know, pike are very getting... similar to the muskies. We used to do best on dead bait on the smelt just because they're nasty, oily, you know, uh, bait. I'm sure it would work. One thing that I saw, I was able to fish with uh, Rich Clark. Rich Clark uh, does sign man charters up on the St. Lawrence. And uh, he's one of the people during the 80s and early 90s, a lot of the big thing up on Lake Ontario was to spray WD-40 on your lures. And uh, I've seen him do it, and he swears by it. And the thing about WD-40 is you can pull a lure out of the water an hour later, and you can still smell it. And, uh, you know, Richie is a very accomplished angler, and uh, it just has me thinking about it. I might try it a little bit next year. WD-40. Go go figure, right? The guys uh guys yeah. up on Lake Ontario used to spray their salmon spoons with it. And it was very big for a long time. That is wild. Just go to a butcher's and just get a bunch Cut of bacon. like I was thinking wood. about hanging bacon, but that's just me. Bacon. <laughs> I'd I probably eat it before. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Your dog would devour that. Oh gosh, yeah, your dog jumps in after it. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys ever get a fish with your animals? I, I I can't stand leaving them at home. Does anybody else fish with their animals? Todd, how's your dog doing? Your little girl? 
little chocolate. She's do well. She's not little anymore. She's seventy two pounds. Uh, she's doing much better. Nice. We're, I was able to meet Todd's dog when through. she was just uh, just a little puff last year uh, up on Chautauqua, and she had as much energy as you would expect. A uh, was she maybe six <laughs> months old at the time, maybe four months. Yeah. Exactly, just bouncing around and, uh, you know, just yeah. myself being a lab owner and lab lover, so like dogs I'll ever own, I was quickly very fond of his dog, and, uh, but she was spastic, so it's nice to hear that she chilled out yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, she's chilling some. She'll still spaz out if you come, but. Good luck, Charm. Bring her out on the charters. Yes. I, I caught a muskie with Bailey on the boat. Never would I do that. Never. Do you mind if I ask what type of dog Bailey is? Bailey is a miniature schnauzer. A little one. one. Um, a white one, too. Oh, she's beautiful. I love Bailey. She is has the bloodline of world champions. Because mm. we don't cheap out on our dogs. No. <laughs> hey, you just got a question. If she's small enough, you can't let her swim in the water, right? If well, you're out there fishing. I'd have to find the photos. This was... This was pre-kids, so we actually had, you know, time to do stuff. And we went on my little river here. My wife had to get a life vest for the dog. So Bailey had a pink life vest on. Now, she's all of 14 pounds. <laughs> and I ended up, I got one and lost another one, but one of Bailey photobombed the one photo. Love it. It wasn't a big fish, but... So that's the one fish I have caught with my pets. WD we all have spastic dogs. Yeah, WD forty and dogs on the boat this year. Yes, with rap music blaring, right? Yes, with a pocket full of bananas. That will work. Oh, don't even start. Has anyone here ever? Uh, I was thinking about making some Baker Musky Lures shirts, which is a giant banana on it. How do you think that would go? You know, it'd go well. <laughs> I, I, I'd buy one. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to paint a raptor. To look like a banana. Oh, Andrew, and then catch a fish on it and just prove everybody wrong. That's right. <laughs> or I'm going to through wire a banana and catch a banana. There you go. I've seen people through wire other things like that and catch <laughs> fish on it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the halibut. I've seen that. Hey, so, so uh, Muddy Creek, you know, uh, you guys are going on another successful season. Do you guys have any goals for this next year? Um, I know I said last year was the first year I ever set a musky goal, and it was a number. Um, beginning of the year, I gave myself a certain number I wanted to catch. and um, Did you get it? I, just, I got it. I got it. And let me tell you, she felt wonderful. And I was expecting, you know, once I reached, my number was 50. And uh, just as a recreational angler fishing, you know, once every two weeks. You know, I thought at first, you know, I wanted to do 100. Then I was like, get realistic. We're not going to dedicate, you know. So it was 50. And I ended up getting 50 at the end of, I believe it was beginning of August, end of July. And, uh, you know, I had a dream of number 50 being a 50 inch or ended up being like a 30 inch dink. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so you that it. was neat. Next year, I set myself a size limit. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But it gives you, you know, I, I feel like uh, setting goals for the new year. It definitely helped me. I was just curious if you guys had any goals. Yeah. I, I hope you catch one goal. there. <laughs> yeah, the I, goals, yeah, you know, I set goals, and sometimes you reach them, sometimes you don't. 
Todd, I don't think you uh, talk enough about your accomplishments. I mean, you're the only person I know that can catch 200 fish a year and never brag about it. I mean, it's, uh, that's because I didn't I, reach my goal. Well, that's your goal of 500, right? Do you care to share what yeah, this goal it was? <laughs> it is. That's the truth. Hey, what I respect most about it, I would say, Todd, but Vance is the same way, is that you guys are, and I try to model myself after that, is I consider you guys an elite, uh, elite anglers because you're well-rounded. You know, uh, for me, my strength is trolling. You know, for a lot of people, their strength is one thing or the other. And that's what I, that's what I respect most about you. Todd, you know, you're one of the best casters. You're one of the best trollers. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't do. think you give yourself enough credit a lot of times. Your, your accomplishments, are, they definitely outweigh your personality. Yeah, I mean, I haven't reached my goal yet. Oh, I'll tell you when I reach it. Oh, nice. That was a great compliment to you, too. Mm. Oh, it is. <laughs> it, it, it is. Phenomenal <laughs> anglers. You know, um, no, and then Vance came on strong, and, you know, that you got to give Todd, you know, some credit for that as being a great teacher. And uh, that's that's neat. It's neat to see. Yeah. Yeah, so... And Vance, hopefully you get a boat full of women again uh, next year to uh, test your patience and test also uh, the Wi-Fi capabilities yes. of mm. Chautauqua Lake. Uh, yeah, yes, we'll get those because I, I, I was told while fishing there may have been man. one or five hundred messages and pictures taken. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and there was a lot of I got a lot of messages from the musky community about those charters. Uh, I think I think I sent you about five or six. Yeah, yeah. My phone was blown up. That was that was a good day. Good couple days with those girls. It was fun. <laughs> so was, goals. Hey, tell me a goal. Goal. Um, goal. Do you want to get your daughter a fish? Does Vance want to get his mom a personal best? Does you know? I'm just curious. Mm. Double nickels out of Chautauqua, legit. Double nickels out of Chautauqua. That's that's not too easy to do. Um, no. I, I had fished with Todd before, and he tells me, you know, uh, a lot of times customers will say, "Well, how many fifty inches do you catch a year?" You know, this that that, that number gets thrown around so much, and um, oh you know, I, I don't. Yeah, the yeah. fifty inch number. I, that's the reason I call forty nine and a half inch or the rarest muskie in in existence. Yeah, it is. Um, There's a lot of them. Yes. There's a lot, uh, a lot of them. A lot of, I see a lot of 48s called 50s. You know, I think there's a lot of pressure on people to reach that magical number. And a lot of times, you know, uh, the, the fishery just doesn't. It's like getting a 50 out of Ohio. You catch a legit 50 out of Ohio, it deserves to be, you know, you, you need to get them out. Mm -hmm. So, Double nickels out of Chautauqua. I hope to catch one. That's my goal. Go that's a goal, every, a goal every year. That's way high, and it's probably not going to happen. Hey, you know what? I like at the end of the year say, you know what? I accomplished my goals. Mm. <laughs> I hope to catch one. So, so I, low I, expectations, baby. Low hanging fruit. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> the best. 
Todd, do you have a goal you want to share? So we got double nickels and we got one fish. Todd, tell me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I feel like I feel like I've already done this talk with things that I want to do. I mean, it would be goal. Yeah, it's 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 big numbers. Big numbers. Beautiful, beautiful. And there's Chautauqua Lake's a great place for it. Um, yeah. You know, it's just, I don't, it seems like a lot of people, when I went out to Chicago, where you guys were at the show, it doesn't seem like, it seems like a lot of the muskie world doesn't even believe we have, you know, good fishing out here. You know, it seems like so much attention gets put on, you know, certain places in Canada, uh, Minnesota, you know, Wisconsin, that I, you know, it seems like a lot of times yeah. I feel like we have to, we don't, we don't get the, we don't get the recognition we should out east. No. No, th- there's a lot of good advertising and just traditions in other spots. And, you know, primarily muskies are seen as, I, in my opinion, like a Midwestern fish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, anything that kind of varies from that doesn't really fit the mold of where the primary population of muskie fishermen are. So other than, you know, like the St. Lawrence just kicking out giants all the, you know, not all the time, but many a year. You know that that kind of puts that there, but it just it's kind of out of reach for a lot of a lot of the guys that will tow a boat places. So yep. uh, there's uh, there's a reason that I do Chautauqua. You know, I went and did the Pro Musky Trail and fished a lot of those other waters, and I got to know a lot of those people, and I know the numbers they catch, and I know the size of the fish they catch, and it can make me very content at Chautauqua by putting thirty mid 30 pound fish in the boat quite often mm-hmm. that's why i'm there love that and, and, plus, and plus what's nice about chautauqua is you can take a family and have them entertained um yes. you know I, I can't tell you how many times i've been to the lucio balls you know i've been there a bunch of times you know just showing people in my family you know uh, some of the the history there you know, it's a, yes. it's a neat place. Yep. We have America's oldest muskie hatchery on Chautauqua Lake, which is something to yep. be proud of. And the, the amount of history. One of my favorite things to do is to be on the boat with people and uh, we'll catch a fish. And I'll tell them, I'll look around, you know, like I'm trying to figure out where I'm at. And I go, you know what? This is where Lucille Ball caught her first muskie, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And half, yeah. the t- half the time people believe me. The other time, you know, the other times they call me on my BS because I'm full of it. <laughs> but it's, it's neat that there is that amount of history there that you can't even make that joke, you know? Yep. And there's something said about those muskie ink. We talked about it earlier, the muskie ink records. The first U.S. body of water. The first U.S. body of water in that whole collection of all those fish that have been turned in comes from muskies. Uh, comes from Chautauqua Lake. Yeah. Hey, and which is phenomenal. And, uh, you know, through yeah. Muskies Inc. also, we're able to increase the size limit to help protect what we do have. Um, yeah. I argue with everyone that Chautauqua Lake has the, the highest number of mid 40 inch fish and anywhere. Yeah. You know, you, you go to a lot of places, catching a 45-incher is a big deal. You know, at Chautauqua, that, that, that happens many times a week, you know, and it's, yeah. a, it's, a, great, it's a great resource. Uh, we need to take care of it. Uh, but the, uh, we've seen the ethics change a lot. You know, when yeah. I first started on Chautauqua, it was nothing to keep fish. And uh, now it's highly frowned upon. So it's, uh, it's neat to see the progression. 
It, it sure is. Now, Zach, I hate to cut this short, but we're at an hour and a half. Have a good night. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> and uh, we'll wrap this well, up. Well, I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to say, do you, do you have any closing thoughts? Um, other than you know, I'd like to thank everybody that uh, came to last year's event at Chautauqua for the showdown to help support us, and I'd like to thank everybody that is coming this year. To uh, you know, even if you are coming from another state, is just to help the cause. It's a great event. Um, you know, I'd just like to wish, you know, Fat AZ and Muddy Creek a successful 2018. And, um, uh, yeah, I, I guess just sitting here talking, I just wonder, this is my third time on the show. I was questioning, am I setting, you know, am I like the all-time leader or what? You might you might hold the minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you another- might hold minutes, but I think Gearman, he's been on five or six. We'll have to send you a plaque. That's right. Maybe one day. <laughs> hey, guys, but uh, no, I'd like to say, you know, thank you for Muskie's Inc. for, you know, supporting us and the show. Uh, Pittsburgh Muskie Max coming up. Could not be more excited. Uh, I plan on coming with a nice spread. You'll be able to meet the most custom bait makers at any show. Uh, I believe that's out there. You know, you get Dale Wiley, you know, Leopardy Lures. You get uh, the names. You're just not going to find this anywhere else. So uh, thank you, Todd Leopardi, for including me. And um, something really, really, really fun to do here in, what, two and a half, three weeks? Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, if you were going to buy a boat, Zach, brand new boat, maybe a Ranger, where would you go? Oh, where you go? I'm talking about I go to Ohio and I go to Vix because they got great warranties. I mean, you know, not only are going to sell you a boat, but if you happen to blow up your engine like Vance did the past couple of years, you got someone to fix it. <laughs> One day, hopefully, I get to do a little business with them. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> It'd be excellent. <laughs> and you'd probably be looking at like a Ranger or maybe a Starcraft or a Starweld, right? I'd be looking at something non-super expensive because I'm known to drive into shore and take a nice lunch break and not worry about if I hit the sand or the rocks. So, yeah, anything too nice, I should probably keep away from myself. Or bridges. You, you hit those occasionally. I've been known to hit a bridge or two also, so, you know, uh, don't Broad follow me, I guess, is everywhere. what I'll say is when I'm out on the lake. Don't follow me. Or safe distance. Say, no, see, what happens, see what happens to me first before you venture on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like that, I'm like that big guy that you put out, you know, on the ice, you know, when it's a little thin, and you follow him. How's, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 get the, I get the picture that you're drawing there. Now, Zach, if you had somebody that was going to take you on a muskie charger to try to catch a muskie, they were going to put a Goldie Baker out, who would you send those people to? Who would I send those people to? I mean, yeah. you know, Todd, you've you've gotten first for me, you know, on on your boat. You, I've I've fished with you, and uh, you're able to put us on fish really quick. You know, my confidence in Muddy Creek, you know, and also my baits together. I got to throw that in there a little bit, a little, you know, uh, not sh- little shameless plug. Uh, you know, is Todd Young of advance at a muddy creek? I, I don't think you guys give yourself enough credit to go through and catch, you know, 300 fish, you know, between the both of you. And to do it so humbly and not brag about it to me is just, uh, uh, you know, it says a lot about your character, but it's almost like you should promote yourself more. You know, people, <laughs> yeah, okay. people you don't understand what people will do to go out. And I'm not saying every day is like this. When you can go out and get, you know, three, four, five hits, 
you know, and how those hits turn out, sometimes you catch them, sometimes you don't. But you don't know how tough that is for the average person. The average person's working 40 hours a week. You know, they're not able to stay on top of the patterns. They're not able to know if the fish are in the weeds or if the fish are out in the open water trolling. You know, and that's where something like your service helps out. I can't tell you how many, how many firsts are we at for Baker Goldie between you guys. You know, every year I'm getting 15, 20 pictures of this was so-and-so's first muskie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've uh, we've lost count on that, too. But we, we always... Yeah. I, I apologize. Drop drop the microphone. Uh, drop the you mic. Know, how many... Well, I got earbuds in with the little microphone. <laughs> I was just going to say that, you know, Muddy Creek definitely puts people on fish, and I don't think you guys give enough uh, credit or do enough promotion for the service that you offer. And what, finally, rod holder would you have on your boat if you went trolling? I tell you right now, it's without even trying to sell, you know, without getting anything from it, fat AZ rod holders make your life easier. That is the saying that I came up with them after using them for a full season. And I came from fixed rod holders for 20-something years. You know, one season of a fat AZ, you could not pay me to go back. Um, as someone that's put their time in the right way and the wrong way, you know, take it from me and my years of uh, fighting rod holders that they're user-friendly, they do what they're supposed to do, and you'll destroy everything else but them. Um, I could be a spokesman for your company. I could honestly sell them because it's a product I believe in. <laughs> this is awesome. They help there you bang fish, We baby. got all the plugs, I think. Except one, St. Croix Rods, best on rods on Earth. Rods, best on Earth. All right. With that, we're going to end this here. If it's warm out and you're going fishing, good luck. <laughs>